Everybody sells something. Whether you are in promotions, customer service, or sales, without a plan, you are looking at a near-zero chance at success. Welcome to Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO with host Bill Bush. If you are looking to gain or retain your clients, this is one hour you and your business can't afford to miss. Now, here is your host, Phil Bush. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are around the world. This is Phil Bush welcoming you to Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO, and thank you for joining us. Today's show is one that I am most excited about because we're going to be talking about a topic that I have to believe to everyone on the phone is important. In the day and age of social media, social business, call it what you want to, the topic of personal branding for a seller or sales organization has got to be important. And I have a wonderful guest with me, somebody who, uh, who has forgotten more about this topic than most of us are going to know. Glenn Fitzgerald is joining me. Glenn has had time and experience around the world guiding sellers to achieve personal and professional goals. He's a senior sales manager experienced in the use of the latest social selling skills. He works with various sales professionals to exceed their revenue targets and consistently meet quotas. He focuses on a methodology which integrates many of the topics you've heard us talk about, research, digital prospecting, strategic prospect touch, and the highest percentage of close. And that's going to help create a team of top-performing selling, selling professionals. And Glenn currently working with IBM. And Glenn, welcome to our show. And so much, thank you so much for being with us. Hey, Phil, thank you for having me. I'm very excited about this, too, having this opportunity to to extend the reach, as we call it. So uh, yes. thank you enough. Well, it's great. And Glenn, you know, the first thing I really want to talk about, because I, I, I have to always assume that our listeners – Maybe when we say the term social media, that that's kind of a pretty well-known term. But we say social selling or, or business, social business. Maybe they don't know it. But let's talk about the higher-level notion because I I kind of put a I won't say a challenge out there to you because you know this topic, Cole. But the topic of personal branding. Why is that so important in this day and age? Why, why is that that topic one that I know you talk about almost constantly, and why is it so important? Well, there's a you know the, the number changes all the time, but the latest latest number that's thrown about is, uh, and I know you've heard this in all of your listeners, but the, the reality is, uh, a person, a customer, a client, a prospect, they. Uh, no, 69%, again, is the latest number, about you and your products before they even pick up the phone or try to contact you in some way. So if we really do believe that, that these customers are so educated and they have uh, you know, availability of, of all the information you can think of at, at their fingertips, but the key here is, I said it very clearly, they know about you and your product. So it's not that they're just looking up your products. They really yes. are going to tools like LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, and they really are looking at you, the person. So, you know, we, yeah. we hear this a thousand times, your first impression, your first handshake. Uh-huh. Uh, back in the old days, it was so critical. You know, you, you were taught this all the time to look good and present well and, and listen and all of those characteristics of that first impression, well, your first impression digitally 
is your personal brand. There it uh, is. And again, you hear you know bad things too. You hear people uh, oh, expressing yeah. themselves on some of these open forums like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you know they they don't always say the right things, or maybe their friends uh, or their uh, you know relationships don't always say the same thing. Uh, so personal branding in business is is more critical than it is in your personal life, and that's where we yes. really start to distinguish between your you know your your uh, business persona and your personal persona. And, and you know you have a right to have both, but you really do need to separate the two, and that's sort of what we'll talk about a little bit. That's really interesting, Glenn, because I know you've told me that before, and. At one point in time, I probably didn't understand the the effort to which you really had to go through. But just in that opening discussion alone, you mentioned so many tools that are out there for helping with this. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and there's a whole bunch more. But what are those top-level, if you want to call them platforms, elements, whatever you like to call them, Glenn, whatever you do call them, what are the ones where people really need to be conscious of what you just said, their personal brand? Yeah, and I think more than ever, uh, you know, LinkedIn, and I'm not trying to say that one is any better than the other. I'm really not. But LinkedIn has really risen to the top as, you know, 400 million people use LinkedIn every single day. And it wow. is sort of the business vocabulary. You know, if you looked at all of them, and, and again, I'm not discounting in any way the Facebooks out there and the Instagrams and the Snapchats, you can use them for business, and we encourage you to do that too. Mm-hmm. But sort of the granddaddy of them all, I think, is fairly recognized as LinkedIn. And now that yeah. they've added this LinkedIn sales navigator, Microsoft just bought them. So you know when a market is maturing that you have the big boys coming in and snapping up these companies. Right. Uh, it's very clear and apparent that, uh, you know, LinkedIn right now is sort of in the lead for any business uh, mm-hmm. aspect. So building that personal brand. So if you realize that that customer or that prospect is going to, uh, you know, look you up, probably the first place they're going to look is LinkedIn. Okay? They don't find you yeah. there. They'll look at Facebook, and maybe they'll stumble across a few others. But I think, you know, again, back to the LinkedIn so building that personal brand. Now, people ask me all the time, sellers and you know, managers and, and senior executives, you know, should I have a second brand? And you absolutely should. Now, uh, you know, a lot of people say, geez, you mean I really should have maybe a LinkedIn uh, a professional persona and a LinkedIn personal? Uh, it, it, LinkedIn's a little more difficult where you could probably try to blend the two, but things like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, you absolutely want to develop a second Facebook page, a second Instagram page for business, because then you can control some of the subject matter. You certainly right. don't want to embarrass yourself or be embarrassed by some crazy post. It's not that it can't happen, but you have much more control over it when you have a you know a business persona and a personal persona, and that's exactly what we yeah. encourage our sellers to do. Very interesting, Glenn. And again, I think that's something that you mentioned to me before the whole notion of multiple personas, and I, I find it fascinating because I know for some people that you work with. With Glenn, this is, you know, you've been saying this for a while, but I'm sure for, and I'm just going to say it because uh, I'm I'm one of them. Some of the older sellers out there may think this is, oh, I don't really need to do this. And I know you, you and I have talked about this, but nothing could be further from the truth. 
Yeah, this is no longer something that you should do or you're suggested. We're so far beyond this with social selling and social media. This is a mature and absolutely critical step in selling. Now, it's not a departure. It's not something that you do uh, exclusively uh, outside of your standard selling practices. This is this mm-hmm. dovetails exactly into it. So many of the older sellers I talk to, you know, I, I tell them all the time, look, this whole thing is it's just what we used to call networking. You can just do it so yes. much quicker and reach so many more people. So the idea of you actually thinking this is sort of brand new, it's clearly not. And that's why right. we have to overcome that stigma that, you know, this is a lot of work and this is hard to do and how much time do I have to spend on it? That's probably the number one question, that if I really want to get social, how much time do I have to commit to this? And I tell them all the time, 20 minutes a day, that's it. Okay? Yeah. You do a 20-minute routine where you are just doing what you normally do. You know, the warm calling, we try to get away from the cold calling, and we'll talk about that. But this yeah. idea of just sort of out there prospecting, both digitally and picking up the phone, you know, people by people, it's been said so mm-hmm. many times, but you can extend your reach so much more dramatically and reach so many more, I mean, tens of thousands of people. You can't even think about that in the old right. days. You know, you used right. to stop on the road and go to a phone booth and call a customer. You know, I remember those days. I remember those days. Do oh, you anymore. bet. No. <laughs> so again, but I think, how yeah, critical is that great. personal brand? If you're trying to attract people and you are reaching tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, you better have a, a really nice profile, or they're yeah. going to look at you and, first of all, say, you know, one of two things. They either spent the time to build their brand, or they're just a faker. They're just out yeah. there not even knowing what social is. And, boy, these social folks, they can spot this from a mile away. You're either yes. social or you're a pretender. Okay? Yeah. So what yeah. we do know is if you take a small amount of time, and you enhance your personal profile, your business brand, okay? clients, customers, prospects will spend up to two minutes more mm-hmm. looking at your profile than those people that don't have an enhanced profile. Two minutes is a lifetime in this yeah. digital technology. So it's yeah. really fascinating the kind of impact from doing some very, very simple things. And we'll talk about that, too, a little bit later in the show. Yeah, Glenn, I think that's absolutely fascinating, and I wanted to actually expand this. There's probably some folks who listen in to, are listening into this show who may be trying to find a job, and you know, I think one of the things that you and I have talked about again, that LinkedIn profile has become like door number one on the job front, along with your resume, it's your LinkedIn profile. So if absolutely. you think that – if you don't, if you don't do this LinkedIn profile as as Glenn is talking about here, folks, you may not even be getting to first base in the job front. Is that not fair to say, Glenn? That's absolutely true. And again, we know this. Uh, we know that yeah. you will get much more visibility, much more views uh, if you simply enhance your profile. Now, it is still your resume. Don't get me wrong. LinkedIn is still right. considered to be that resume tool. So, yeah. uh, you know, in addition to just creating a, a professional brand, you still have to maintain your CV or your resume, as you always have. And there's, you know, tips and tricks to that making it much more, much smaller, much more compact, much easier to read. That's all part of building that professional brand. But we really talk about more of the look and feel, the content, 
the, the modern content, as opposed to just, you know, we're back to the resume generation. That's not what yeah. we look for in LinkedIn. Now, with right. LinkedIn Sales Navigator, that's a completely separate tool. So LinkedIn has figured it out a long time ago that they have this huge database of business professionals, and they need a way to use it as a true sales prospecting tool. But it yeah. all starts with that profile. Now, yeah. people are going to have different profiles, too. Understand that in our organization, we actually have, you know, managers, okay, what we call frontline managers. And a yes. manager has a slightly different persona, a different look and feel to his LinkedIn profile, because the reality is what we know is managers have about three times the number of high-level contacts than a typical seller, and that certainly makes sense. Because they sure. manage multiple sellers, they're usually called in at the last minute to either save a deal or push a deal over the line or really, you know, get into the weeds with a customer. And they develop these relationships at usually that C-level and above. So mm -hmm. their persona is really, you know, I am the manager. I am an executive. I have years of experience managing people. And I have these high-level relationships. So that's a slightly different spin on what your profile and persona would look like. The seller, he's out there trying to knock on doors and meet as many people and that constant, constant connect, connect, connect. But he's also trying to be a subject matter expert. He really right. does need to show the customer, the client, the prospect that he really is an expert in the field. He's been doing it for many years. And what uh -huh. he says many times carries a lot of weight. He is a yeah. subject matter expert. And that's a different persona. Right. And then you have engineers, you know, what we call CTPs. And these yeah. sales engineers, they really have to be, you know, the Deep. most knowledgeable guy in the room. So they yeah. have to command and demand a lot of respect and that they are true, true experts and, again, years of service, but they're rolling their sleeves up and getting into the detail. So those right. three personas we teach all the time. You have yeah. a manager's persona, a seller's persona, and a sales engineer's, and that's all part of that sales cycle. So developing these personas is really critical and important. Yeah, and Glenn, you know what's interesting to me as you as you talk about this, you know, it strikes me that that in a, in a situation where you have a team with a manager, a seller, and a technical engineer, you know, all three of you together have got to come across in in different forms as thought leaders in your particular areas. That's exactly right, and in harmony. You know, you yes, there's an old story. And I yes. tell it all the time, you know, the poor seller, he lies, and the technician swears to it. There's always going to be that sort of, you know, I only know so much, okay, but then my tech, he knows everything. So there's yeah. that handoff, and that handoff has to take place. And then, again, when we're trying to close it and push it over the line, or there's even an issue, I am going to have to rise it, uh, you know, raise it up to my manager. So you can see yeah. now every one of these people have to be in lockstep. They always have. Right. This is not, again, new. Not but, new. You know, you need to make sure that when you're dealing with your manager, yourself, and your engineer, you really do need to have this sort of lockstep mentality that you're saying the oh, yeah. same thing and you're telling the right story. Yeah. And, and, Glenn, to me, that's really the most fascinating thing about this is, you know, one of the things we started out talking about was this notion of personal branding. And one of the things that you and I talked about in getting ready here was this whole idea of, you know, and you made the comment so clearly, I thought up front, 
is this is about wide exposure, much wider, much broader than you used to be able to as a seller. So it's still yeah. networking, but it's 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 networking on steroids now, for lack of a better term. <laughs> I mean, and again, it, it dovetails into all your standard activities that you do every day. So again, this is an extension and really yeah. a, a necessity today that you right. have to be on top of your game and you have to reach as many people as you can correctly. Okay? Yes, because the thing is, uh, absolutely, and because and your, your, your customer is looking for it, your competition is doing it. So if you're not doing it, folks, be real sure your competition probably is. So if you haven't done this whole thing on multiple personas that you heard Glenn talk about is so important. And, and for those of you who think that, oh, this isn't for me because I'm an older seller. Oh, yes, it is because your customer is going to go find out about you. Yeah. So, folks, and, I think and we've learned think an awful Salesforce, lot right there. Yeah. When you think yeah. about the sales force today, I can always tell when I'm speaking in large groups and large audiences, you know, there's yeah. truly and, 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 you know, there is a generational gap. There's no question. Absolutely. About it. Uh, you've got the millennials. You know, and, and yep. we all know them and we identify them. So you have this uh, interesting uh, situation where you have, you know, some really brilliant young people that are so connected and so social. It's amazing. Just, you know, yep. just look at your daughter when? or son, you know, buy music online today. It's, it's a committee. Okay, they Hold that thought, Glenn. I want, I want to open up our second segment with that, the nuts and bolts of this. We're going to be right back as we're having a fascinating conversation with Glenn Fitzgerald on personal branding in the social age. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Maverin Sales and Marketing is a methodology independent and worldwide resource to help organizations better execute on sales process, sales coaching, sales planning, territory development, partner execution, and related topics. The organization works across all industries. Sales has certain elements that are beyond training and are better addressed by a company like Maverin, where each situation is unique. Reach out to Maverin by email at psbmaverin at gmail.com or call 404-840-4927. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO. To reach Phil Bush or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to psbush at bellsouth.net. Now, back to Sales Execution Optimization. And welcome back. We... You know, Glenn, we've got our guest, Glenn Fitzgerald, with us. And, Glenn, this is just fascinating stuff, and I know it's stuff that I've talked with you about on and off over the years, but this whole notion of personal branding in the day and age of social selling. I do want to also encourage you out there who are listening in, do feel free to call us, 866-472-5790. Hit me at psbush at bellsouth.net. And if you want to get a hold of Glenn, 
How'd they do that, Glenn? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously I talk so much about LinkedIn, so LinkedIn's always the first place. So if you can look me up yeah. on LinkedIn anytime, Facebook, you know, I, I'm one of those social people, so I'm out there. But the, probably <laughs> the easiest way is, is LinkedIn. That's great. So find Glenn, and he'll be happy to answer your questions about this. But, you know, in that first segment, we talked a lot about personal branding and some of the top platforms to be using. And you mentioned LinkedIn multiple times, but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, there's so many things, and they're changing by the day almost. But I think the most important thing I walked out of that first discussion with Glenn was the notion of multiple personas. And, uh, you know, I think that's where it's great for us to start is – you know, we're, we're talking about branding here to better reach the customer and, and the prospect. And it seems like, you know, if you don't have that right persona set up, it's really going to set you back. Is that a fair yeah. statement? Yeah, it sure is. And again, we see the sort of the millennials that have really taken to it, but then they have to be yeah. careful because they do tend to mix their personal brand with their professional brand. And then, unfortunately, you have the folks that are beyond the millennial, you know, phase where, they just need a you know sort of a kickstart. They they want to understand that it's easy to do and it's not going to take a lot of time. So we spend a lot of time both ways, you know, to maturing millennials and pulling all that level of expertise, you know, back into this digital world with the uh, the slightly older sellers. And you know, again, yeah. we talk about this again and again. You cannot argue with the numbers. I mean, if you read the latest right. latest stats, you know, you're 45% uh, more opportunities come to you through social. Uh, 51% of the folks out there that are aggressively using social uh, meet their quota. Uh, and, you know, 78% uh, uh, outsell their peers. And the one I like yeah. more than any of them, you're three times more likely if you use social to be promoted to vice president. I thought that was pretty interesting. Wow. So you can see That's, the effectiveness yeah. of this whole thing. So, you know, where do you start? And if we get into That's sort of the, the question. very quick nuts and bolts, yep. Yes. I mean, and that's, you know, the thing is, I, I think it's real. I was going to ask you that question, Glenn, because, you know, so let's assume you've got that multiple persona set up. That's just the beginning, right? That's just kind of where you start in this whole thing, huh? That's right. That's right. So commit yourself to saying, I'm going to take a, a business email and I'm going yeah. to associate it with a Facebook account in addition to my personal, you know, maybe your Gmail account or your MSN account or your Yahoo account. Typically, when you're working for a company, there is truly a, you know, a business email address and you should right. associate that with a business LinkedIn account, a business Facebook sure. account. And those uh, looks and feels, that, that uh, branding, they should yeah. go across all of those social outlets so that when somebody finds you on LinkedIn and then finds you on Facebook, there should be that association in their mind, oh, this is the same person. Right. So that's another tip that we give them all the time when you're yeah. building your professional brand. Make sure that professional brand carries across multiple media outlets. Okay. Yeah, that's great. One of, the, now, now, one of the simplest oh. things that we teach, which is really amazing, uh, there is a banner, a picture ah. that sits behind your picture and your description on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter. And that banner is really so powerful. It's amazing that people like to look at pretty pictures and, and yeah. a, what we call a vision statement, a mission statement. So uh, what's amazing to us is the size, the exact size of that banner in LinkedIn, Facebook is 1,400 
by 425. So I tell people all the time when I first meet them, go to your browser, go to Google, click on images, and type in exactly 1400 space little x space 425, and it'll fill it in for you. Like, that's how popular the search is. And there are thousands and thousands of beautiful pictures at that perfect resolution. And then the magic is, and this is where you get your creative juices going, uh, you pick a vision statement. I'm going to give you the perfect example. One of our sellers about a week and a half ago, he was working on his LinkedIn profile right after we got off our 20-minute call, and he was so excited, he's pinging me, say, refresh your, my LinkedIn profile, refresh my LinkedIn profile. you got to see this. He found yeah. a picture of a beautiful beach with white sand and water you could see right to the bottom, one of those beautiful pictures of palm tree. And yeah. he put, as his vision statement, finding insight in an ocean of data. And ah. then he had the IBM logo. And it was such a metaphoric picture. Very nice. That as yeah. soon as I looked at it, I said, oh, this is really excellent. So you yeah. start thinking about in your industry, those words. Now, in our, technolo- in our technology uh, uh, area, we have words like big data and yes. insight and cognitive and uh, um, disruptive technologies. So sure. that's sort of our you know, group of words that we use, and we can extend far beyond that. But yeah. we pick those types of words to express. And then you go look for a picture. So another yeah. senior executive, she wanted to talk about disruptive technology and how we can help them promote disruptive uh, technologies. And she had a picture of a, a light bulb being smashed with a hammer, you know, something wow. that simple. So that's what we talk about when we talk about the banner, the vision statement, and always have your corporate logo. You want them to know what company you work for. And the idea of putting your uh, vision statement up in that picture, in that banner, that allows you to keep your title. Because a lot of experts will say, replace your title with a vision statement. I'd rather move the vision statement up into the banner and keep their title so that I know exactly what this person's going to do, how they're going to help me, and really what their position is within the company. Excellent. Great stuff, Glenn. So I guess one of the questions I have is, let's assume that that folks have listened to you and or are doing some of these things. I know you've talked a lot about the fact that this is just the beginning. This is just a start. And one of the things that you mentioned to me when we were talking last week was this notion of the multi-touch protocol. And, yep. and I really felt like that was important because, you know, I think everyone knows that selling is not, you know, not one thing. It's, it's many touches. But I know you've really worked with a lot of sellers on this whole notion of a multi-touch protocol. And I really felt like that's a really great follow-on from once you've got a brand established, what do you do with it? Right, right. So we've really refined this, and, and this is accepted best practice. This is not something that we invented. Uh, yeah. There's an etiquette out there, and everybody knows that if you just drive your name, your company, your name, your company, and you're constantly just hawking them with products and services that you sell, that's spamming. That's always been spamming. That is not new. And because they yeah. can unfriend you and unfollow you and block you, uh, the minute you start spamming, they just turn you off. It's too easy to turn your, you off, just like not answering your phone calls. Same thing. Yeah. You're on that list. So the right. rules, the, the etiquette to social and social selling specifically is you're supposed to or should touch a person six times 
but only the sixth touch can be a blatant advertisement for you or your services. So then you think about it and say, geez, I have to touch a person up to five times before I really even mention I am so-and-so from X company. So what do you do? What do you talk about? Well, there's that establishing you as a social, as a subject matter expert. So you're looking for the latest news, mergers, acquisitions, hot technology, trends, you know, you, you say these words, and there's so much information out there. Even LinkedIn has a news service called Pulse. Now, mm. we as a company, we use something called First Rain. So you're yep. doing research. You're doing Internet-based research. But at the same time, you're absolutely looking for things in your industry that are moving at light speed. And one of them just recently is blockchain. It's huge, just the word. You know, people don't know what it is. They don't understand it. So when these words come by, disruptive technology, blockchain, spark, these are Uh fascinating topics. And you want to make sure that, you know, your audience understands that you are somewhat of an expert. You deal with it. You interact with customers on these, you know, subjects that are trending and that are, you know, really relevant. So you want to be able to push those out. But don't just retweet Okay, that's no. the worst thing you can do. When you see an article from a, a considered subject matter expert, make sure that you comment on it. Give them all the credit in the world. Great article. I've read mm-hmm. this author before. He really is spot on. However, we have found through our yeah. customer base that when we do this, this, and this, we've really yeah. added a significant amount of value, and we've increased their maybe time to market by 56% on average. That wow. kind of thing. So what we're yeah. telling you is comment, have a voice. And when you want a warm or hot prospect, when somebody comments on your comment, that's gold. Okay? That yeah. means they've recognized you as a leader. They've said, look, that's very interesting. I hadn't considered it that way, okay? edge of their seat. And right. here's what we have found. Or maybe yeah. they say, look, that's just not right. We have found the exact opposite, in fact. So I'm not worried. That's fine, too. Okay? Yeah. Just open dialogue, open discussion. So understand, if you do this six times or five times, and then you finally say, look, by the way, not only am I an expert, we actually have products and services that I know could help you. We should talk. Yeah. Okay? That's cool. But you've got you, you to kind of earn the right to get to that point is what you're saying, right. I think. Right, Glenn? Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. And if you continue to do that, and there's no magic. It's six times no. in a week, in a day, in a month. It's always just in this series of six where you're yeah. trying, to, trying to reach out to the customer and establish yourself as a subject right. matter expert. You know, and Glenn, I think what a lot of folks may not understand is, I know, and again, I've heard you say this before, this whole notion of the six touches, but it is that the reason it takes six is because people are bombarded with information sure. all the time. So it yeah. takes six to penetrate to get to that point where you can actually get that in person, even if it's not in person, it's on the phone or electronically, but that, you know, your voice kind of heard. It takes six tries. That's right. And and always remember, uh, humans are visual creatures. We we learn so much through our eyesight. So I'm huge with YouTube and Vimo Mm -hmm. and any type of video streaming, because if you add that both to your personal profile, I always tell people add at least two relevant topical videos to your profile in LinkedIn under your summary section. And not only that, send them one of those six or two of those six touches should absolutely be video. 
People yeah. love video. They love to watch videos, especially if they're well done and captivating. So intermix, you know, your, your uh, uh, relevance with video. It always yeah. works. It always helps. And so, Glenn, given that and you've kind of talked about how the sales cycle, sales process can work, given the elements, turn, tr you know, put a different hat on for a second. So because you mentioned earlier the whole notion of, you know, many times we've got people listening. They may be sellers. They may be tech technical professionals, they may, but they may be managers, too. So if you're a manager and you got people working for you. What are the most important factors for that manager in this day and age of sales branding? What do they have to do? Yeah, and, and again, they're establishing themselves as truly a manager. I mean, they're not sellers. They're, they're really yeah. not sellers any longer. Not that they don't sell, but they're not right. selling each and every day. So they really have to right. establish themselves as a leader, a thought leader, uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a resource leader, Somebody that they know that if they get into trouble, and you hear this all the time, you you want to yeah. you know you want to buy from one company, but you're afraid that you'll get locked in, and that customer may not provide that you know the the services, ongoing services, support, and warranty, and you know you're going to want to reach out to somebody at a higher level at some point when something just doesn't go right, and that's what the managers are there for. Now, there's sure. a fantastic tool built into sales navigator that's linkedin's sales prospecting package linkedin sales navigator there's something called team link and if everybody used it it would be just the perfect world because what it tells you is when you go to look at a prospect and you go to look at a customer and you want to engage with them you can look at your team link and it'll tell you everyone both within your company and anyone you have a relationship with, whether they know that person, whether they have an existing relationship at a, uh, at a, a position of what they call, you know, first degree, second degree, third degree, yes. three degrees of separation. And if right. I'm really looking to find somebody and make that first contact, having yeah. my manager or his manager or a senior executive pop up on my screen saying, look, they have a pre-existing relationship and I'm sure they would want to help you introduce yourself. You click on a single button, and you write them a small message that says, hey, I noticed that you have a relationship first degree. That means mm -hmm. you've had an ongoing in, you know, yeah. a conversation with this person. Would you be willing to introduce me? That's sure. so powerful. Like I said, no more yeah. cold calls. That's where the managers are critical, right there. Okay. And so if those of you in the management world out there you know, that's a great role for you to play that brings significant value to your sales team and your sellers. And again, as, as Glenn mentioned, that's that's another version of being a thought leader because now you're a thought leader around relationships and that's really potent. And, th and as you've heard from Glenn talk about over the last 40 minutes, this is all about being a thought leader in the in the era of social selling and he mentioned some more tools just in that conversation we just had he mentioned youtube and vimeo so those are two more tools you can add to your list of things to to be aware of and know that some people are going to be using it and you know one of the things that i often get asked a lot about glenn is you know well you know do you work with anyone and the answer is no i don't work with anyone because there's so many out there and I think you kind of really echoed that. You're that. not swamped, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I work for a very large company, and we 
recently sure. took a tally of how many tools that we actually pay for and issue licenses to our sellers. We have an 184 tools in research, in news, wow. in, in, in prospecting. So it's amazing that you can just become overwhelmed. And yes. it is a personal preference. You know, there are those that have it risen is. to the top. There's no question. We, we suggest between five and six that you yeah. use each and every day. And then you should always be looking for new ones. And I look for new ones all the time. So, Glenn, to me, the summary of this section is this notion of the multi-touch protocol is so critical. This can be a critical part of your sales process. Once you've gotten to the notion of getting yourself in that, that multiple persona and being branded, then you can really use this well. And I think one of the things, and I made the comment at the, at the, at the top of this segment, but you know, this is not about quick hits. This is about consistency of execution is how you get good at this. You've got to keep doing it, right? This is building relationships. And, and you yeah. know, when you talk about sales 101, that has yeah. never changed. People by people, you're still building that one-on-one relationship. You're just doing there it you with go. so many more people. Yeah. There you go. And well, folks, when we get back, Glenn's going to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you could do tomorrow to do it this afternoon after we're done talking about what could you do right now. So we'll be right back after this short break on sales execution optimization, the new SEO. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Maverin Sales and Marketing is a methodology independent and worldwide resource to help organizations better execute on sales process, sales coaching, sales planning, territory development, partner execution, and related topics. The organization works across all industries. Sales has certain elements that are beyond training and are better addressed by a company like Maverin, where each situation is unique. Reach out to Maverin by email at psbmaverin at gmail.com or call 404-840-4927. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. is sales execution optimization the new seo to reach phil bush or his guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to psbush at bellsouth.net now back to sales execution optimization well it has been just a fascinating time and and you know Glenn, I'd like to, in our in our last part of our show, always give our listeners something to walk away with. And, you know, what's important here, you've already talked about this is not quick hits. This is ongoing execution. So what I really want to make sure that we focus on here, and I know you already have, but I want to emphasize this to, well, what are the best tools? What can they be doing? And, you know, when you start, let's just say for the sake of argument, you haven't done very much with this whole topic. How do people what what it where's what's the first couple of things they need to do? Yep. So absolutely, the first thing, bar none, is building that LinkedIn profile. 
Okay, like yeah. I said, add a background, add a vision statement, add some multimedia, add your company logo. Do that today. Okay, yeah. get a, a good picture of yourself, whether you take it to yourself or you literally go get a headshot somewhere. That's critical. So make sure you do a nice professional. Now, if you go on YouTube and you just type in the category, how do I enhance my LinkedIn profile? There are thousands oh, and thousands of videos with the top 10 things to do, and every one of them is spot on. You cannot right. go wrong because they're, they're going to tell you exactly what I just told you. So definitely yeah. go to YouTube, type in how do I enhance my LinkedIn profile, and you're off to the races. There you go. Second That's of all. That's great. Yes. Absolutely start looking up articles and posts in your subject area and comment on them. Okay, that's that 20 minutes a day. Start almost every morning with just looking at the latest trends, the latest articles, wherever they come from, whether they're the New York Times or Washington Post or Wired Magazine or LinkedIn's Pulse or what we use as a tool called First Rain. Make sure that you're looking at articles, and if they interest you, Chances are they are going to interest your prospects, your customers, especially yeah. if you put your spin on them. If you put, you know, add a comment, something relevant, something they didn't already know, that is one of the best places to start. So have a voice. Get engaged. Right. Okay? I can't tell yeah. you how important that is. So that's sort of the second step. Now, right. when you get good enough, and it doesn't take long or you yeah. may be good enough already if you really are a subject matter <laughs> expert in your field and you have 20 and 30 years of experience, write an article. So yeah. it's so simple to do in LinkedIn, right at the top of your profile, it says write an article. Right. Because now you're the authority. You're not commenting yeah. on another authority. You are the authority. And if you yeah. write a small article about any subject in your area and somebody comments on that, that's gold. Okay, so yeah. now you're not even you're not even commenting about an existing subject matter expert. You are considering yourself the subject matter expert, and then wait till you see how many people chime in, good or bad, okay, yeah. and say great article, not, not so so. I didn't find that real valuable. Then go back to them and say that's really interesting, and I'd like to know how to get better. Can you help me? What did right. you like about my article? All those classic sure. things that you do. So that's the third thing that you can do is write an article. The next yeah. thing is LinkedIn has something called groups. Now, there's groups all over the place outside of LinkedIn, too. But LinkedIn makes it very simple to start a LinkedIn group. Okay, And that's really nice because then you can truly control who's coming in and out of that group. So you uh -huh. keep it real tight. These are people yeah. that are interested, that are absolutely on point, that are considered experts. So if we walk through those steps where you're building your first brand, you're engaging on a regular basis. Geez, doesn't this sound like sales? <laughs> sure does. Sure <laughs> does, Glenn. becoming a real subject matter expert. And at oh, yeah. some point, you're probably going to want to get everybody together. And there's something called Meetup. It's an awesome tool online, and it's yep. so simple to do. It's amazing how you can find either an office room in your, in your building or a hotel if you can afford the accommodations or even a dinner at some restaurant in a back room where you can have these true one-on-one -on -one meetups, okay? and right. that's what they call it, meetup.com, where yep. now you can bring them together. So that's what? User groups, remember? So sure. all these things that we talk about, when, when, we, when I talk to these older sellers, I'm like, folks, you were doing this anyway. 
Okay, you, you were really doing were. it. Here's a bunch of tools that you can do it online and reach right. so many more people. Yeah, so and I think that's a key point, Alan. Things that you can do. Yeah, and Glenn, I think that's the key point. Is you know we're not talking about new things. We've just added some tools in that makes it actually easier to do. Yeah. And I think that's a reach. key point. The reach is incredible. Yeah, I think that's the a, thing that people don't understand is the reach you have now is absolutely astonishing if you use the tools sure. properly. It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, so no, those are some of the key tools, if, folks. Yeah, and if you comment about somebody's post or tweet or blog, okay, not only do the people that are following you see it, probably your own you know, employees, some of your better customers and clients, all of his followers see it. And if he's really yeah. a subject matter expert, that could be 10,000, 100,000. And you then never know. if you're associated with me, all my people see it. So right. I mean, you talk about networking and viral. The word is viral. We go viral. viral. There's the word. The yep. Yeah. And that's a great word, Glenn. I'm glad you mentioned that word because I was thinking, boy, you know, I'm glad we worked viral in there because I, I would have been, I'd have felt like we weren't doing a proper public service if we weren't, you know, but you've added so many elements to the conversation here. And again, I think the most important thing you said it up front is just get started with that multiple persona. Just get started to building your personal brand, even if you're just discipline. doing it piece by piece. Yeah, sales is discipline, always has been. Yeah. So that, again, yeah. hasn't changed. You can't just turn it on, turn it off. So it's no. that old saying that if you're not out ahead of your sales, your sales that are coming in this quarter are probably from two and three quarters ago. Same rule. Yeah. Okay, so you have to get started, and then you can't stop. You just have to right. continue doing that sales cycle as you always did. Yeah. It is a discipline. Now, yeah, uh, there you go. That was the word. I, I You know, again, and I guess – I'm, I'm guessing, Glenn, it, and this is kind of, I, I would say, goes without saying, but the notion of discipline is something that we, we always talk to sellers about, and, but this is another part of that discipline that yeah. you've really got to have as a seller but it's to be same, doing your it job. It changed. We just no. made it both digital and personal. So you're, you're right. turning off one and turning on another. You're blending right. the two. Yep. Yeah, and that's you a know, great point, Glenn. Me, Where's the next level? Where do I go to? Re if I really think this is neat, yeah. I'm fascinated with this, and I want to take it to the next level. And what's right. so interesting, whenever anything, a product, a market matures, okay, where uh -huh. it's truly you know, completely matured, and believe it or not, social has reached that level, they always put a dashboard on it. So all yeah. the products and services that my company sells IBM, we have dashboards. It's one of the last things we do to make it easy to get reports. So yeah. the social selling industry finally has two dashboards. One of them ah. is called, uh, and I use it all the time, is Hoot, H-O-O-T, Sweet. Yep. Hoot Sweet, yep. it's a little owl. Okay, that's their logo. And Buffer. Okay, so they're both excellent products. I do not recommend one or the other. I just happen to have found Hootsuite first. Uh -huh. And Hootsuite finally allows me, a professional social selling person, to not have to open LinkedIn, open Facebook, open Snapchat, open Wired Magazine and blogs and posts, and have them all separate on my screen, bouncing back and forth. I can finally pull in up to 50, five zero real-time streams so I can wow. have my LinkedIn stream and my sales navigator stream and my Facebook stream and my Twitter stream and my Snapchat stream. It's incredible. 
Yeah. So I can have that visibility. And when I want to do any research, I can just find an article across that whole wide you know, space of 50 different feeds in real time and then start yeah. to target. I can drop pins on maps and say, look, who's tweeting? And not just for the first time, who's a steady tweeter on the subject of Spark? Right. If they're talking about Spark, what else are they talking about? Okay. Mm-hmm. And where do they live geographically? Because when I want to do a meetup, I want to make yeah. sure that I only go maybe 30 miles in any, any radius to invite sure. them to one of my meetups. So you can do all that deep, deep research without having to open all these different tools. So I cannot recommend enough this mm-hmm. hoot suite or buffer when you want to take it to that next level. And then the biggest feature is you can drop them into an auto calendar. So you write a comment about a particular article and you don't send it immediately to a person. You drop it into an auto calendar, auto scheduler, and it goes out across all of your thousands and thousands of followers and says this single person every Tuesday between 6 and 7 a.m., He's aggressively and actively posting and blogging. I'm going to send that comment to him between 6 and 7 Tuesday morning. Interesting. You just cannot get that kind of reach and that calculated analytical reach. You know, and what it, what I find fascinating, Glenn, in listening to you talk here, because I've heard most of what you've said in different forums before, but what really strikes me as interesting is, you know, one of the things you and I have both been engaged in a lot in different situations is the whole notion of the sales process. And these things really expand, improve, enhance, pick your word, your sales process. They really do. They all really, do. Really do. Yep. You know, because that, that, that to me is just, and I, I know that's, that's kind of an obvious thing for you and I to say, but those of you listening, you know, you probably get asked a lot of people, by a lot of people, you know, sales process, what is it, et cetera. Well, have a digitally enhanced sales process and you're going to be a lot better off as a seller or a sales manager. There's no doubt about it. And you know what's and that's more what we're talking about. One of the most interesting things is rejection. You know, us poor yeah. sales guys, we're always being told no and no and no. And, and again, it's that sort of one-tenth of one percent. You're going to get so many more no's than yes's. The oh, yeah. electronic no is not quite as emotional. Yeah, <laughs> true. You know, That's very true. Uh, you're right. And you know that behind every no, I've got 100,000 people that I can reach. So the numbers go up just simply because you can only get so many no's before you get a yes. You know, right. It's just the way it works. And think about that. If I can yeah. reach that many more people, I have that many more yeses. That's all there yeah. is to it. So by the numbers. Ca- oh, by the, it's a numbers game. I mean, sales is still a numbers game, folks. No doubt about it. No matter what you're selling, any of you out there who are doing any kind of selling, it's still a numbers game. But this is a power, as I said, this is the numbers game. I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's the numbers game on steroids. And um, that's just the way it is. But what you've learned today is the whole notion of all the different things that you may have as a seller thought, well, I don't need to do that. That's not part of selling. Oh, yes, it is. If you're not doing it, you're missing out, folks, because it's likely one or more of your competitors is doing it. And that's not good because you're going to be missing out on things. People that are running companies out there that are really trying to drive this into their companies, another way 
is to yep. have an advocate program. And there's a yeah. particular tool that we use called Voice Storm. So when I find an article, okay, that I think is relevant, really do, and I look all the time, I do this 20, 30 minutes a day every single morning, and I'm sure. not sending them directly to the client. I'm sending them to my sellers so that they can send them forward to their mm-hmm. clients. So because I'm in an enablement role, my job right. is to try to feed them enough information at all times that it makes it easier for them to grab an article, read it, comment on it. But I'm sending them sort of the latest, latest, latest. So there's a tool out there that we use called Voice Storm. And ah. what it does is it takes a collection. All of us, as the Borg, we all input some of the latest articles and interesting things that we've seen, because we'll all find yeah. different articles. And then we put it in a single place so that all of our sellers can right. reach into that pool, and we categorize them. This allows you to actually say, you know, put meta tags or tags to it, so that if somebody's looking for a particular article on energy, gas and energy, yeah. Okay, because he just got a hot prospect. He can go in by tag, by title, and find a host, thousands of articles, just yesterday, day before, on oil and gas, petrochemical, aviation, automotive. You know, oh, think yeah. about that tool. So that's oh, yeah. another tool for these companies that are looking, how do I get my sellers into the right. social selling you know, well. process? Glenn, I know you and I could talk on this topic for hours on end, but our show, of course, is only an hour long here on sales execution optimization. We call it the new SEO for a reason. It is the new SEO, and personal branding is going to be a key part of your sales success. Glenn, cannot thank you enough for your time this last hour. It has been fascinating. I've walked away with 10 new things. I'm sure most of our audience has done the same thing. Really, really appreciate all your time and the tremendous amount of effort you put into this. Thank you so much, Glenn. Once again, you can find Glenn by finding go out to LinkedIn and find him. You can find me at psbush at bellsouth.net, at Daily Sales Thoughts, um, at Sales Thoughts. And next week's guest, just to leave you with that, Jim Cusick is the Vice President of Sales Digital Enterprise Platform at SAP America. He runs the Southeast for database and digital tech, and he's going to be able to talk about what he's putting into practice of what Glenn taught you here. Glenn, thanks again so much for your time. Great to have you with us. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO for this week. Thank you. We'll see you down the road. Thank you for listening this week. Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO, can be heard live every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a successful week. 